coach, broadcaster, and video game impresario, John Madden. I get every game from every angle uh, every week. Why do you want to do that? Just because uh, just you're crazy? <laughs> None other than Deion Sanders Prime. I have three to four suits with me, and I'm having a problem to choose between the crane, which is a cusser. What I mean by cusser, Rich, when you see me, you're going to use profanity. That's how clean this food is. <laughs> My official movie reviewer, Jim Moore. She's a fox. If there's a fox in the movies right now, Myla Kunis is it. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the Rich Eisen Podcast, presented by Bud Light. Yes, we've got a new sponsor to go with a new NFL season. 2011 kickoff now in the books, and it surely did not disappoint. Starting with the Saints and the Packers opener on the first Thursday night, a game that came down to the Saints coming back and having a shot at the one to get a shot from the two in order to tie it and send it into overtime in Lambeau Field. They got the door shut on them at the one-yard line all the way to the Monday night doubleheader in which uh, the Oakland Raiders shocked the Denver Broncos to keep their winning streak in division alive, capping off a Monday night football that was started by Tom Brady throwing for a personal best, Monday night football best, top five of all time number of passing yards, 517 passing yards, And clearly, as we all know, and all the listeners of this podcast on a regular basis know, it's all because of us. Is that right, Mike Del Tufo? Totally, Rich. And that's why my life, I'm in here just every week to talk to you. Because your life is better. It's been changed. By this podcast. Followers on Twitter, it's great. How many followers on Twitter do you have now? I'm I'm like 330. It's it's hard. 330? Yeah. At NFL Mike? Well, half of them are my family, so you can't count Uh, 150 of those. And uh, Chris Law, podcast producer on the NFL.com side, um, Tom Brady said last week, because I reminded him that the previous time he was on 42-point win over the Jets, that if he had another good week based off of this appearance, it was us, not him. And he responded what? What did he respond? He, he, he did. He said, uh, he said he'd come back on anytime we wanted him okay. if he had a good game. And, and, and don't just take our word for it. Here's, here's, here's the exchange from last week. I don't know if you realize the last time you were on, you won by 42 the next week. So I'm, <laughs> so, I'm just, I'm so just opening saying. Week? I'm just saying, if it happens, it's not you. If it happens, I'm coming me. on every it's week. Me. Oh, please, you're welcome here anytime. <laughs> okay. Where is he this week? He's not on the podcast. I guess, you know, I think he's got like a local uh, obligation to do something every week. Yes, the Dennis and Callahan show. Yeah, W E E I. loves it. Where I appeared. You do? Yes, it's one of Sarah's favorites. Sarah Young? That's our inside joke here. Why? Every time How is a W-E-E-I show? Oh, oh, what is that inside joke? Every time there's a soundbite on Total Access, it's from the Dennis and Callahan show. Is it really? With Tom yeah. Brady. Every oh, week. Well, it's we hey, out. I mean, because it, 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 they, get, they get exclusives with him every week. So I guess he can't do this every week. But if he did, he'd have... He'd, I mean... How much better of a season you can? I mean, he had a fifty touchdown season a, a couple of years ago. It'd be sixty at least. I, I think we can put some pressure on to get him back. What a performance! Also, this week the uh, Ravens 
pounded the Steelers. Unbelievable. Beat them about the face and had the Steelers had as many turnovers as points scored. Seven. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, four turnovers, three picks. Did he, not look good. He got sacked and sacked and sacked again. Terrell Suggs, who had led that sack parade to the point where he is now the all-time leading sacker in Ravens history, he'll join the podcast. I'm actually happy that Flacco got the monkey off the back. He needed that so First bad. ever win against the yeah, Steelers. He needed that. That was very good for him. They got the Titans and CJ2K this week. Whoa. It'll be something to talk about with Terrell Suggs. That defense is... Uh, another shocker, the Bears. The Bears whipping the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody's Super Bowl pick, the Atlanta Falcons. Getting I, well, I know it's just one week, but... I mean, that was a whipping by the Packers and now the Bears. And a lot of people are saying the NFC South is the best division... In, in that conference, if not the entire league. And the two teams that finished 1-2 in the North beat the teams that finished 1-2 in the South last year. And they beat them soundly, handily. I know that the final score with the Saints was, it got close at the end, but, yeah. I mean, that was... Uh, How about Cam Newton? Wow. That, wow. That, one, that throw was wow. I saw that throw, I was like, wow, unbelievable. And well, I mean, there were there were five games in which the quarterbacks, both quarterbacks, threw for three hundred yards or more. Yeah, we're going to talk about why the offense is ahead of the defenses for the first time. Because always, you know, training camp's over, preseason's over. Defense is always ahead of the offenses. Always yeah. is that the is that a lockout related uh, phenomenon that we're seeing right now? We'll talk about that with the man who's going to be calling the Bears Saints game this week on Fox, Troy Aikman. He's going to phone into the podcast. Also, got to ask him about Romo. How about that Sunday night game? I mean, they they had the Jets dead to rights, 24-10. They had them. They had them dead to rights. And they were driving again. And and Romo fumbled. Now, I don't blame him on that. I know he's taking a hit like, ah, he shouldn't have taken off. He shouldn't have run it in. He should have just thrown it away. He should have lived to be another day. Why did he try and run up the gut on a Jets defense and he wound up fumbling it? To me, it's just he's got some sort of... It's like in his DNA that the turnovers find him yeah, inside the 10. It's unreal. Talking about being in the wrong spot at the wrong time. I don't blame him for that one. No. The, the, the throw he, he threw to Des Bryant, though, at the end. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Well, because Collinsworth and, and, and Al Michaels were talking about how Bryant was mentally gassed. You could th- see that he was ta- – he was and physically, you know, he left the game because he had uh, cramps, cramps like a lot of players this week. There was That's a, from the short. Revis left I'm the game thinking, too in that game, but you know Revis comes back. I mean, how are you throwing Revis's way? And what was that throw all about at the end of the game? Yeah, to Bryant. One thing about Romo though that was pretty interesting. I mean, he had a broken clavicle last year. He he did not hesitate to go head first into three jet defenders. Uh, he's just, he's one of the more competitive guys in the league. There's no doubt about it. I saw Brian Billick back uh, back in our offices moments ago. And I, I said to him, boy, that Brady kid is going to make it in this league, don't you think? I mean, he was a little <laughs> iffy. He was a little touch and go. But this week put him over the top. And he said he thought Brady was probably sitting there all week saying, all weekend long, that Aaron Rodgers is good, huh? Is that all I'm hearing on? That's how good Aaron Rodgers is? And Brady's that competitive. Remember last week he said he got angry at, at the dice and, and backgammon if the backgammon. dice didn't come up right. And he remembers breaking things as kids. And I mean... Even when they were up after he had that touchdown to Welker, he was mad when they went when their series ended. We talked about that too last week about how he was up twenty one on Thanksgiving against Detroit. They go three and out, and he's 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 going all red ass on everybody. So we'll talk about Romo with Aikman. We we'll also have to talk about the Colts and and Manning. Wow, that team! 
because, you know, Michael Irvin went all crazy on NFL Game Day morning about how it's Polian's fault. Uh, yeah, I remember. Well, and it's just like, listen, it doesn't matter who the backup is there because the offense there, according to Marshall Falk and, and Kurt Warner, can only be operated by Peyton. He's the one who helped create it. He has added to the playbook. He's the one who's honed the playbook over 14 years, and nobody else can come in and run it. No. So anybody else who's there would have to run a different offense. Which, after the amount of years that he's been playing and the amount of games, not easy to do, So no matter who you are. But, you know, but then again, you take a look at the Patriots. They were able to run without Brady. They were able to run quite well without Brady. And plus, if you look at them every week, the Patriots change who they are based on their opponent. They change their offense almost every week. One day they're going to go again with these two tight ends. Another day they're going to spread you out. Another day they're going to pound you. They, they, they see what the opponent is and they adapt. The Colts basically, you know, like this is what we do, and, Col- and Peyton's the only one who can do it. And now when he's – he has, by the way, neck surgery. The whole offseason we hear he had neck surgery in, in May. Will he be able to make it? That was the whole question in training camp. Is he going to make it? Is he going to not make it? The, he has neck surgery opening day. Yeah, exactly. September 8th, opening day. The day of the Saints – Packers game. He's in Marina Del Rey uh, having neck surgery. Uh, by the way, on the guy who, who looked at my herniated disc, my slip disc. And that's and that's, and that's that's where the similarities between me and Peyton Manning end. Maybe we need Peyton on the podcast and he'll make a triumphant comeback. I'll, I'll, I'll ask my back doctor. Is he still doing the Oreo uh, racing league? I don't think. I think now maybe that's how he hurt his neck, Sarah. He could have hurt his neck. Uh, those double stuffs are tough to lick. He licked, he licked the wrong double stuff. Serena and Venus Williams getting the best. Look of out, Eli. Serena! Well, hey. Serena, Serena. She was fired. Wow, up that was weekend. crazy. Yeah, that was Serena. a McEnroe all over, yeah, man. No, that was great. Uh, we got to get McEnroe back on the podcast, but uh, you know, I imagine he has not watched too much football, being with the U.S. Open. No, that but, it's, that coverage is on. You did that for how many years? Rich? Three years. Yeah, three years. It's awesome. I love it. I'm a New Yorker. You I can't went get to much one, and it was great. Around. I saw Borg back in the day, and I was a kid. Borg that back in the day. That was great stuff. Uh, well, as, as for the NFL's Borg, the 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 uh, the robot uh, who never misses, uh, Manning, Peyton out, and good Lord, how bad did the Colts look? Yeah. They have the Browns this week, and then they've got the Steelers on the, at home, and then they're at Tampa Bay. Whew. That's their next three games for them to try and get their footing under them to make something of it. Jim Irsay tweeting out on Tuesday that Manning's going to come back, have three, four more great years of championship quality play, and that they're going to, you know, keep moving forward this year. Polian mentioning on his radio show Monday that they're going to start looking for a successor. I think they really did this year. They had remember they had Andy Dalton in, and they just didn't they just didn't go for him and and. Um, because Manning, had, again, had the surgery May 23rd. At some point, we're going to find out what the process was. When did he really feel the need to have the surgery? And why did he have it in late May? Yeah. And then something happened. Clearly, where they're talking about the nerve needs to regenerate in his neck to to uh, um, stimulate the tricep in his throwing oh, arm. Apparently, yeah. that's what the issue is. Yep. It's not like he's throwing with a neck pain. Maybe he does, but it's 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 affecting his arm. And obviously, that's... That's not good. And the the Texans, this is it, man. I mean, this is it. Tennessee is definitely in flux. There's no doubt. I mean, you yeah. saw them against Jacksonville. They need to get so – they, 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 it's going to be a few weeks till they get something going there. Maybe watch this week. CJ2K is going to go off, but he does play the Ravens. We'll talk about that with T-Sizzle. Yeah. But, uh, you know, man, Bills – 
Bills beat the tar out of the Chiefs. The Amish rifle. Ryan Fitzpatrick. And and they looked great. Yeah, Both actually, sides of the ball. They beat the Chiefs up. Eric Berry out for the year. Oh, my goodness. The Chiefs looked uh, beatable, to say the least. To lose, to get a 40-burger thrown on you at home. At Arrowhead. To open the season by the Bills. Yeah. And now the Bills and the Raiders, they play for the right to go 2-0 and next week. And we'll talk about the Bills with the biggest Bills fan that I know, Nick Bakai. He's going to be in studio on this show. Kara Henderson will join him. Kara Henderson, co-host of NFL Total Access, will join here. And we'll talk about as many games as we possibly can. Uh, well, sorry if we don't hit your team. Um, we'll talk Redskins-Giants with Aikman because he did that game. Um, and uh, obviously the Lions got off to a good start. The uh, The Jets 1-0. Who are we missing? Who else is 1-0? The Bengals? Wow. Wow. The Browns, if they don't win in Indianapolis this week, they'll be 0-2 and losing to a team that I think everybody considers, looks they, they look the worst. The Colts look the worst. Although the Seahawks can give them a run for the money there. <laughs> it's a toss-up in there. The, the, Ram, the Rams got pr- pretty beat up week one. Harbaugh complaining. Jim Harbaugh complaining he didn't see enough Niners highlights on television yeah. Sunday night. I can personally guarantee he probably didn't see NFL game day highlights. Because they had them. Because they were just finished. Um, at 7.30 Eastern, he was just wrapping up his game. I assume he's not running to turn on NFL Network at that time, but we had him. And they were, I'm sure, on, they were on NFL Game Day Final 2 with Fran. Totally. I personally did him, so I know we had him. No, they were on. Niners start 1-0. and And um, Vikings went down hard. McNabb had, McNabb had 39 yards passing. I know. Back. Somebody tweeted out Monday night that at, at McNabb's current rate, he will pass Tom Brady's week one total in week 15. <laughs> Somebody no, tweeted funny. that out Monday night. That's actually pretty good. And the Chargers lost Nate K. I mean, could you believe that the Chargers, after last year and all their special teams issues, blew it on the first kickoff of the season? They get hit by a 102-yard return by Percy Harvin. And lose their place kicker for the year. Nate Kading hurt his knee on that game in that play. A disaster of all disasters to that open the season be. on special teams. The Raiders could finish first. And hey man, uh, I I think Darren McFadden is as good as they come right now. If he's I, healthy, that defensive line looked stout. Yeah. Our Rod Woodson is coaching up those DBs. They may finish. They may win that division. I could. Sarah, what? You, she thinks I'm crazy. What's your problem she's with that? I'm a Chiefs fan, so she's Raiders. I, hey, I understand you got something personal. But anybody but the Raiders. Raiders. It's not us, anybody. The Raiders, if you just keep chugging along. It they could be 2-0 and o with starting on the road at Denver, at Buffalo. Could be 2-0. and o. Love they, it. They go 2-0. We got to get a phone call into Rod. Oh, yeah. You think? I, th- I like that idea. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he'll do it. I mean, you know, Rod. He's media shy when he's not part of the media. It's true. Get the violator. Get the violator out here. Thanks, Sarah. Good, <laughs> good idea, Sarah. Out. Uh, and also, uh, this podcast includes a flat-out uh, non-football discussion for all you folks out there. I got a lot. Of, I got somebody one-starred me last week on iTunes, saying I didn't talk enough football last week. Got a lot of complaints, too, that there was too much visuals on last week's podcast because of Dan Patrick from his uh, man, man cave. cave and Adam Carolla, me booting him in the in the butt. That, I that mean, was that fun. Was, that was hilarious. I hit him in the Adam pole. <laughs> the Adam pole. Aiming for the, the figurative Adam pole and hit him in the literal Adam pole. Um, Jeffrey Ross for the Roastmaster General. 
will join us. He roasted, uh, he produced and headlined the latest Comedy Central roast of Charlie Sheen. That's coming out uh, this coming Monday, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Comedy Central, September 19th. I'm a big fan of roasts, huge fan of Jeffrey Ross's. Yes. And he will be in studio to tell us uh, what happened. Because I wanted to get him on after to, to discuss what people have already seen. He wants to promote it. Who am I, who am I to stop him? Absolutely. You know, I, you know, I did stand-up stand comedy back in college. Two years, right? Oh, many years. Yeah, college. My showstopper was reading the uh, penthouse forum letters in Howard Cosell's voice. <laughs> what, was, what was your go-to if the crowd turned? I couldn't. Turned? I couldn't. Uh, I can't tell you. <laughs> it wouldn't make it. This, this podcast would get an explicit rating and uh, the commissioner would be upset and we can't do it. But I'm a big fan of comedy and comedians and getting into the... Because Jeff Ross, and you'll hear, Jeff Ross is a professional. He is a professional. He takes this thing seriously. He doesn't just throw this thing together with just let's get uh, as many name roasters or just some uh, people that, that, that you don't normally think about being on a roast and getting them involved. I mean, he really thinks this thing through. Apparently, Mike Tyson was the star of the show. Oh. At least that's what he texted me. We'll see what he says. <laughs> Jeffrey Ross is going to be on this edition of the Rich Eisen podcast. And uh, at the end, uh, um, a Curb Your Enthusiasm update. So you got to listen all the way to the end. Let's now get things started. Pleased to have on the Rich Eisen podcast, presented now by Bud Light, the new all-time sacks leader for the Baltimore Ravens, fresh off a beatdown of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Terrell Suggs. How are you, Terrell? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Just to let you know, uh, Tom Brady was on the podcast last week, one of your favorite people. Um, His first time he was on, he won by 42. Second time he was on, he threw a personal best 517 yards passing. So my question for you is, what can I do for you now that you've come on this podcast, T-Sizzle? I don't know. Kind of need another repeat day like I had last Sunday. That'd be great. No, That'd be excellent, actually. Well, you have no idea that you're about to get it just by merely appearing on this podcast. Well, I really appreciate it. I'm, 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 I'm honored and I'm fortunate you're giving me that opportunity. I, I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you right. saying that. Uh, especially um, with what you did last week. Uh, I mean, can you can you put into words what that was like uh, dismantling the Steelers um, in the fashion you did? I, th- I think it was, it was. I think it was just a, a great collective e- effort, you know, of the team. You know, offense, defense, special teams. We all kind of had a great day out there. You know, it's just from the defensive line to Lodi Nada to the offensive line getting protection. Like everybody, just it was just a great day. And a lot of people were saying because you had 20 new players and there was such a uh, non-existent off season, and it would be very difficult for you to get everybody uh, on the same page and all your ducks in a row in time for the defending AFC champions to come into your house to, to actually beat them. What, how, how were you able to assimilate all this stuff together, T-Sizzle? I don't know. I think we have a, a great group of vets that kind of know how to take the young guys under their wing and just uh, – get them ready to play. I think we did a good job of not making a lot of mistakes and making sure, you know, offense and defense was all on the same page. How much chirping did you did did you do against the Steelers out there? We had a good time, you know, especially <laughs> early. You know, those guys will chirp, they'll chirp back. 
you know, just a little thing, little fights here and there, and it was all fun. But you know, once uh, you know, we we started to pull away, so to say, uh, the chirping stopped, and it was kind of just trying to get out of there healthy. Did you did you find Woodley? Because he he said uh, a lot of things about Flacco during the lockout. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, we couldn't find. I think he got out of there too quick. Oh, really? Are you serious? Yeah. What about on the? What about uh, you know when you might have been around the sidelines? Did you did you say anything in his direction at all? No, nah, we didn't see him. I didn't see him at all. Mm. So who were you when he was playing? <laughs> who who were you chirping at the most, Terrell? I don't know. Probably uh, Big Willie Cologne. You know, me and him always had pretty good battles. You know, Pouncey. Oh, I know. That's a lie. I, I chirped with Ben the most. Really? You know, me and him definitely. We talk all the time. Uh, you know, before the snap. <laughs> what do you like? Can you give me for example? No, I mean, if you look, um, if you look um, on the film, some films you can see me telling like, "Yo, I'm watching you. I'm coming." And he'll just, you know, wink back or say something back. You know, he has fun with it just like I do. Is that right? He'll give you a wink, a pre-snap wink? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, pause. But, you know, it's just, <laughs> just just having fun. You know, I mean, we're very fortunate in the things we get to, you know, get to do, get to play this game. So I think it's all just some good fun. No, I know that. But uh, th- there is obviously some bad blood, I guess, between these two teams, as always will be when there's so much at stake. Uh, how much sweeter is a win like the one you had over the Steelers than that type of win over any other team? Well, a win is always good, but you know, in the past they they've beaten us when it counts, and that's in the playoffs. So we pretty much gotten over it. We're just kind of gonna go about our season, the rest, you know. And when we see them again, we're gonna know it's gonna be business as usual. So now I know because didn't you say something along the lines of that the Steelers were lucky against you prior to the game? I don't know. I may have said something yes, like that. Yes, you know. did. You did. Come on. My words verbatim. But uh, I mean, they 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 had a lot of balls going their favor, so to say. So, but you know, that's when you when you when you're good, you can afford to be lucky sometimes. So I'm see. I'm getting the day off. T sizzle. You're you're now. You're you're sort of chill. Yeah. You're relaxed. I'm, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> right. Right. Real I mean, like, if, I feel like if I asked you this question Sunday, you might have had a different answer. I probably would have had a different answer, most definitely. Yeah. See, I, but, but I, I, you know, I do the podcast during the week, so I, I'm trying to see how how, how do I get the how do I get the Sunday T sizzle? Oh, you, you got to hit me on Friday. You know, Friday oh. we get out early. You know, we still practicing. We getting after it. So, uh-huh. You know. So if I hit yeah. you this Friday about the Tennessee Titans, what would you say about the Tennessee Titans? Most definitely, I'm gonna be saying it's on and popping, and <laughs> you know, get ready to see. You ready to see them Ravens again, them Blackbirds. Right. Yeah, they up they up again. What do you think about uh the type of CJ two K, the Chris Johnson you're gonna see? Because he didn't he really didn't do very much against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and a lot of people are gonna say, Well, he didn't have any training camp of which to speak, and so clearly he's not gonna be the same guy. I imagine he'd like to prove otherwise, certainly against you. Definitely. And you know, he definitely don't want to do it against us, you know, a defense with a reputation. And um, it's up to us to make sure you don't have a good day. What does it mean to you to be the all-time sacks leader for your team? Uh, it's, it's, it's flattering. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I never thought, you know, there was like a never goal of mine to be, I'm going to be, you know, this organization's all-time sack leader, you know. But um, once I got close to it, I just started shooting for it. And, you know, you know, my teammates in the defensive line, they kind of made it, 
you know, kind of a team thing that we were going to go out there and get it. How much uh, has Ray and Ed helped you in your career? They, they've helped me tremendously, just like with the development of my game, you know, um, from Ed to coverages, from Ray just to, just to knowing opponents, just things like that, and just added it, you know, with my pass rushing. It's kind of made me a complete player, and that's how I wanted to be known. How much of it uh, is, does Ray play a role in that respect? Because, I, I mean, I've spoken to him about what he means to be a leader and why he wants to lead and the fashion in which he wants to lead. But the, the, the general, I guess, thought is that nobody ever wants to go back on the sideline having blown an assignment or not done what they needed to do because of a lack of preparation, perhaps, or concentration because they've got Ray waiting there. Is that true? That's definitely, definitely. You don't want to be the guy who, um, you know, you let the team down and let him down, a man who – who sacrificed and put so much into the game, you know, you, you got to do just as much, you know, because he's doing it, and he's arguably probably one of the best ever, if not the best ever. So if he's putting in all of that work, you know, you you got to do the same. What do you do during the week? Oh, tons of film, tons of film. And it's like we do most of the work, you know, not on the field. There's tons of film and taking care of your body, you know, um, whether getting in the cold tub for 30 minutes, sauna, you know, getting massages, whatever it needs, just so you can be your absolute best on the field on Sunday. You know, you got to study. You got to study. Every Sunday is a test, and you're only going to be, you're only going to do as well as you're prepared to do. So. And and the test for Chris Johnson, how do you pass it this week? Set the hedge. Don't let him get outside. You know what I mean? Uh, he's, he's really fast. He's really explosive. So try not to give him too much running room. And then you just send him Ray's way? Is that basically the way it works? Uh, yeah, if he, if, he, if he gets in a hole with Ray, since the hole's not too big, uh, we, we got a pretty good chance. But if he got space, he can be a pretty net, do deadly. Do you, remember the first, do you remember the first time you, you came on NFL Network, on NFL Total Access, years and not years ago? first time. Do you remember not that? first time. Not the first one. I've been there a few times, though. Well, the first time is when you were there, and I was there with you, and you brought some sort of bling. You remember that? I brought the bling. Yeah, and I put it on you. Yeah. I think you put the hat on it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the hat was yeah. – I didn't have a hat on it. I, it was my actual hair that I I, oh, I had at the wow. time. I've since, you, you know – I've since – You had the bling on. Well, I'm fighting, I'm fighting a, a, a two-front war on the hair front uh, ever since then. But if you remember, you put the Wait. bling on me. I put the bling on you, yeah. And do you still have that or are you are – you, you have – Of course I still got it. You still have that? <laughs> Yeah, it's in the vault, though. It's in the vault. I don't wear it too much anymore. What vault? Just a little vault at the bank. Okay. Oh, it's a deposit box. Oh, really? Not really. No. <laughs> I still have it, though. <laughs> I still have it, though. All right. Because, I mean, I'd love I'd love to see what the fresh uh, bling looks like. Oh, we don't. We got kids now, Rich. What do you mean? You can't buy bling when you got kids. How many kids do you have? I got two. I got two lovely kids. My daughter, Donnie, she's three, and my son, Duke, he's two. Oh. But they're both going on 27 and 28, so. <laughs> so, with the, I mean, so you don't want to wear bling around them, or it's just that? The, nah, I just the, don't buy it anymore. I'm buying more like 529s now, college funds, CDs, trust. Wow. You know, you know, things like that, putting credit in my kids' names. Therefore, you know, they have good credit. Look at you. You're, you're all grown. Like you're, you're all grown up. This is incredible. Tell me about it, Rich. It sucked. I wanted to be a Toys R Us kid forever. 
Well, you can go to Toys R Us just for your kids. I mean, and I still go to Toys R Us. Yeah, I mean, me and my son, we went on a shopping spree just last week. What'd you get them? In Toys R Us, uh, I got him two basketball hoops so he can play full court basketball. Okay. In our basement, you know. But he's two. Right. He's two. Is LeBron he? James. How? But he's two. How can he? Uh, he can. I got, he, I, I got him working on his left hand already. Yeah. Well. That makes he's sense. Right handed. He's got to be able to go left, you know, use uh-huh. the glass. Right. So fundamental. I got to fundamental his game up. At the, you know, you start him with the bases, they'll be nice. I assume when 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 he's ready, uh, the lockout will be over in the NBA by then when he's ready. Pretty much. I hope so. I hope so. Cause I hate to send my boy to Europe to get some playing time. <laughs> well, you can get some, you know, some cultural expansion over there. There oh. you go. Yeah. Okay, so he's two, and you got what'd you get your daughter at the uh, at the Toys R Us? Uh, she stays with the Barbies, but she's more in the iPods at three. Mm. In the, the the digital world, the iPods, the iPads. Yeah, yeah. My three year old knows exactly how to operate an iPad. He knows how no, to slide no, to open God, it. I, I could have never operated an iPod at three, and my daughter knows how to do exactly what she wants. They're big Michael Jackson fans. Really? They both love, yeah, they love Michael Jackson. They love Thriller. And that was the one video that I wouldn't watch. Why? Because you were afraid? I was afraid of Thriller, yeah. No, you Terrified. were not. You were not afraid of Terrified. Thriller. Terrified of Thriller. Did you not, though. What? Did you really think Michael Jackson was a zombie back when you were younger? Is that what you're saying? I was terrified. Not of Michael Jackson, just of that video. You know, I, was, I was scared of Thriller. You were what scared? Was I was two. I was two in 84. Oh, my goodness gracious. You were scared of uh, Thriller. I was terrified of Thriller. What scares you still? Anything Ooh. scare you still? Not too much. Uh, snakes. Mm. Um, I have a phobia against roller coasters. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I pass out. I had to get on a roller coaster. Is that right? I just took my son on his first one. He's three. Really? Yeah. Um, and I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of the... I don't like the feeling of the stomach dropping. Yeah, I don't like that. Coaster. I don't like falling... 200 miles per hour, just holding on by a strap. So then when, when, you, when you go to an amusement park, what rides do you go on? Do you go on? I get on all the kitty rides the, in my head. <laughs> all the kitty rides. Bumper cars? Do you do the bumper cars? Bumper car, I do all of that. The little merry-go-round with the horse, he's going up and down. Yeah, that's me. How about the teacups, the spinning teacups? Do you do that? Oh, we love the spinning teacups. That's about it, though. Nothing, nothing that goes up in the air. I give him the log ride. The log with the water splash. Uh-huh. Yeah. And snakes are you don't you're not a fan of the snakes. I'm not a big fan of the snakes. You ever spoke you ever spoken to your teammate Ed Reed about his, about the snake he once took care of? You ever hear about that? No. One? You never yeah, heard that snake. story? No. Yeah, you gotta ask him about taking care of Reggie Wayne's snake in, wow. at the U. I gotta see what's up with that. Oh, uh, let's just say the snake didn't make it very long. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, please do ask Ed. Tell him I told you when you see Ed next to ask him to tell him the story of Law the Snake. You Law? Go, Law. L-A-W. Law the Snake. Right, Reggie Wayne's pet snake, that. Law. May he sadly rest in peace. Uh, I got to hear this story. Oh, you do. You do. Yes, I do. And I, I, I would tell you, but I wouldn't be able to do it nearly justice. And I have, I've had both Ed Reed and Reggie Wayne on the podcast to tell their versions of it. And let's just say that they both have a very, somewhat of a different telling of the story as to who, who did what. I got to hear that. And, uh, and both of them swore that they would never tell that story anymore because they're sick of telling it. But now you must tell, have Ed tell you that. 
I got I to gotta have him tell me that. You do. You do. Yeah. All right. So you're going to hang with your kids. You study film and then you go, you go, you go wreak some havoc in the NFL. That's basically your life right now. Absolutely. That's pretty much it. Run 200 miles per hour and another human being. Probably. <laughs> A bigger human being, so. But hey, I love it, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a caveman. You're a caveman. Yeah, you know, we, 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 we got a little bit Anglo-Saxon in us, you know. We're not all there. Football players. I don't know. Defensive football players. Okay, that's your got cards missing on our deck. You, you, how, how many cards are missing in your deck? If you had to put a number. Oh my God, let me see. Fifty-two cards in the deck. I probably got maybe forty. You're missing. Definitely a, not all there. You're missing a dozen cards. I'm missing a dozen cards, give or take. I love it. All right. Well, is there anything I could do? Again, is there anything I can do for you? Like I said, this podcast has a certain magical quality to it right now. I was just going to say, rub your crystal ball. Okay. And say, sizzle needs to ball out. I know what the definition of ball is. So mm-hmm. we'll be on one accord. So my crystal ball. I need to rub the. I don't even have one, but if I had one, I rub. I rub the rub crystal. Your head. Rub oh, your head. you didn't just go rub there, did you? Did you really I'm just, just go saying, there? I'm bald too. It's, it's, I went bald at 25. At least you had your hair longer than me. It's yeah. hereditary in my family. Like my son's hairline, I'm already crying because I'm like poor kid. <laughs> I, I failed you. But um, uh-huh. yeah, okay. So, so I went bald I, at 25. Right. person. I will. I'm now rubbing my my head, saying. Yeah, I'm doing that. Now what? Now just say, hey, Sizzle need to ball out. Hey, Sizzle need to ball oh, out. It's a, it's, a, it's a slogan that I'm going for. You okay. know, I'm like campaigning this year. Sizzle Would need you like to hear it? Yeah, what is it? Get them stats. I need them stats. Uh-oh. Yeah, S-T-A-T-S. What is that? All about them stats. What is that? I have no idea what that is. What the the, the person trying to do? Is they speaking Japanese? No, it's like. Are, are oh you God. hearing that? I'm hearing. Press one now. I heard it. You want to press one now? Sure. Let me try it. Hold on. Let me. Discontinue. Press two. Press two. There you go. Oops. What'd they say? I don't know. Are we on? Yeah, we're, we're, I think you've got the wrong number. Can you hang up? Wow. Thank you. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's recording on your podcast. So you can't write this. You can't. can't write this. See, see like what happens when script. I rub see what happens when I rub my bald head? This see is, what magical things start happening. This is bad news. Like the midi chlorians in the forest. What was that all about? Things start happening, so. I think they're Love still it. I think they're still on. Hello? All right. There we go. You there? Sizzle? Okay. So okay. So now all right, let's let's start again. I'm rubbing my bald head and I'm saying what what is your what are you what are you trying to, to Sizzle? Yeah, the si- stats. Sizzle what? S T A T S. S T Okay, so Sizzle has some stats. Yeah, I got to get some stats. Sizzle got to get some stats. I'm rubbing my bald head. Sizzle <laughs> Sizzle got to get some stats. There okay. You go. There you go. Absolutely. You're gonna get some. You're gonna get some stats now. I didn't have to do that for Brady. It just happened, but uh, I'll do that just for you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. I'm telling. It's just gonna happen. It's the magic of, of my get, podcast. When you get him on again, tell him Sizzle says it's rat beef. What is that? It's rat beef. What does that mean? 
you know, when, you know, rappers, they don't like a certain rapper, they make a song about them. Uh-huh. I might, I might come out with a diss record about Tom Brady. How would it go? How would it go? I don't know. I'm, I'm working it up. It's in, it's in the pipeline right now. I got on the pipeline. Okay. Uh, I love it. A, a rap beef? Up. It's a rap beef yeah. between you it's and Tom Brady. Beef. Yeah, he may. Rap beef. Yeah, he may need an explanation just like I did. Okay. Uh, if, uh, rap beef. Tell him, you know, come up with a hot 97. Tell him a freestyle, you know. And then I'll come up with my freestyle, and then it's like Battle of the Beach. I'll decide to win. <laughs> I think he'd probably win that battle, actually. Of course, I'm nice with it, but see, he got more money than me, so he could probably play like Jay-Z to write his rap. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Did, Lil Wayne. did you see Tom Brady's new Ugg commercial? Yeah, Ugg, no. a, you didn't see it? Yeah, he's got Ugg. He's, he wears Uggs in his new commercial. I'm going to have to check that out. I heard it was pretty feminine, though. <laughs> I got to tell you, what I heard. Uh, it's it's the Uggs. Maybe you could make that a part of your rap beef. The first ever Ugg. Uh, yeah, uh, what rhymes with uh, the, Hey, Suggs rhymes with Uggs, right? Gotcha. Hey, gotcha. I can't I'm write. Like, I can't do anymore. I can't. I, I'm out. That's it. That's well, it. Boom. That's all you need. They that's call it. A hot two. You gave us a hot two. Now you out. Now you mean? That's not. It's, actually, I don't. But I, I, I I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Sizzle, thank right, you for calling in. Thanks for calling in. No problem. That all is right. none other than Terrell Suggs, the all-time leading sack man of Baltimore Ravens football, joining the Rich Eisen podcast, presented by Bud Light. Talking more football here on the Rich Eisen podcast, presented by Bud Light. Mm. New sponsor. First week with the new sponsor. Um, and the sponsor could not have been made possible without Kara Anderson being on the podcast as many times as she had. Good good to have you back, Kara oh, Anderson. Oh, thank you. Where where's our beer? Is yeah, it- I know. You 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 would like one, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe not now. Not now? Maybe not now. Maybe not now because you've got total access later. That would in the be day. A, that, yeah, but it the, we do have some segments sponsored by Bud Light in Total Access. But so I, maybe it, I could get a pass. Now, now that I'm not doing the show uh regularly and or if at all anymore, I can admit I did the show drunk many times. <laughs> you can pull it off. Don't worry. Don't worry. Nick Bacaga, good to have Bodie you back Miller on the podcast. You. Thank you very much. By the way, Kara, I've got some beers in my van. All right. So. <laughs> good to have can we Nick stop this back. down? We'll stop this down. Nick and I will be back in a few. No, 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 no. We've got to, we've got to go with the flow. Okay. And, and um, as soon as the Buffalo Bills put a 40-burger nice. on the Kansas City Chiefs in week number one, as soon as that was all wrapped up, how quickly did I – I think I emailed you within maybe an hour or so of the game yes. or something like come that. Come and crow. Come and crow on the Rich Eisen come on, podcast. Come on the Rich Eisen podcast yep. and, and say a few words about your, your Buffalo Bills. Well, it's and, been a long draught, Rich, and I had a good feeling going, going into uh, KC. I really did because they looked like they had one of those weird off seasons. Mm-hmm. Who didn't this year? And the Bills seemed a little more gelled. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought they were going to have a game. I didn't think we were going to whoop them. And also, I didn't think the ghost of Pete's, Pete Metzelars would uh, appear the minute Barry went down. What is what is what is the ghost of Pete Metzelars? Well, we haven't completed a pass to a tight end for ten years, <laughs> and all of a sudden, five. He's got five catches, two TDs, and it's a whole new day. But it's a beautiful day. I've been waiting. If I'm not mistaken, it's 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 not pronounced Metzelars, right? There were there were there two A's in Metzelars. Metzelars. Yeah, it was one of those. If you want to be ac- totally accurate. <laughs> and and what are you what are you wearing? What is this T-shirt that you're wearing? Well, right this here? is first of all, this is where the Rich Eisen podcast gives a little something back to the ladies. <laughs> Let's just start there. Um, this That's- is actually one of these. Uh, 
This is given to me in my we fantasy thank you. draft. Thank we you. thank this you, is, the ladies. You're very welcome. On behalf of ladies everywhere. On behalf everywhere. of ladies everywhere. I thank you for that T-shirt. <laughs> you saying what they're all thinking. I know. <laughs> this is one of those T-shirts they print up at, for every Super Bowl. If, for the, if one team wins, they got T-shirts ready to rock. There are four years' worth of Bill's T-shirts that all got shipped off to Zimbabwe. <laughs> Because they didn't win, but this happens to be the winning Bills T-shirt from Super Bowl twenty-seven, which we lost fifty-two seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> my good friend Bill Fagerbach, he gave this to me at my fantasy draft last weekend, and I said I'm wearing this on the Eyes and Podcast because you know what, the glory days are back for the Bills. From Coach, people know who he is. Absolutely, right? Dauber. He was Dauber on Coach. Oh, yeah. and he's How did Dauber on Coach get his hands on this T-shirt? For he's you. got a buddy. He in the wrestled t-shirt out of game. some poor woman's hands in Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Van Dyke had it. And- <laughs> this was actually a tent that has 17 small children. And we just took it because we wanted a bit for the podcast. You took housing away. From- I did, you know, but it's summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't really need shelter until at least no, November. No, oh, no. Oh, my God. Fine. So this was this, this was the, the winning championship. This is it. No wonder the Bills are so big in Zimbabwe. Exactly. Over there, we are four straight winners. <laughs> you didn't expect it. Let's Let's talk serious. Sure. You didn't expect it, right? I didn't Week expect. One. I didn't expect a blowout. I thought that they were should not have been an underdog going into that game to the degree they were, but I didn't expect a blowout. Right? No, I really didn't. I, well, I, I mean, wow. The no, no. Chiefs oh, at home though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Losing Opening like division champs from last year. Yeah, that was you know, bad. But here's the thing. Um, I, I really, you know, Chan Gailey was fired by the Chiefs. By Todd Haley, and this was a revenge game, and he admits it afterwards, but I knew going in, he's going to want, and we, we gave them a great game in KC last year and lost in OT. This year, with Fitzpatrick finally being installed as the starter, getting all the reps, getting, I don't know, the, the, the offense one year more evolved. I thought he was going to take it to him. I didn't expect this degree again, but I had a feeling he was going to take, take issue. Wow. And the Chiefs, Eric Berry, out for the year. Yeah, yeah. remember we were talking about the year. remember we were talking about Stevie Johnson last year. Yeah, when he was you know tweeting about about uh, yeah uh, when he when he direct messaged the Almighty yeah. about, <laughs> about uh, dropping the football. I was against thinking the about Steelers. that as he took out Barry's. I guess that's a controversial flag. block, eh? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's legal. There it is go. legal. It is. It's legal. Um, I don't know if it should be, but that was. I don't know if hit. God would approve. You don't think so? I, I was know. on God's Facebook page, and it was just pictures of his family <laughs> at the beach. Did you, did you? Now you have your you're, you're busting out a tablet here. What this is or? great. I found this. There was a time in the '70s yeah. when uh, uh, the OJ was known as a good running back. That's all he was known. As. That's all. Right. And 2,003 yards in a 14 game season, uh-huh. which is lost in today's tabloid culture. But there was a local civic pride movement yeah. called the Talking Proud. Theme. And I have to play this music because not only is it about civic pride and buffalo pride, but it's really sexy. It was a text. You know what it sounds like? You know what it sounds like? Have you ever been to Ford Field when the when the Lions score a touchdown and the guy gets <laughs> it's the same song, just different words. You know what I'm talking about? Same thing with the San Diego Superchargers. San there, there's a, there's a strong. Yeah, oh, that's a good there's one. A well, that's strong, disco. That's yeah. flat out disco. That is. That's, that's flat true. out disco. The San that's Diego true. Super Chargers. 
Yeah, that's yeah. flat out. That's yeah. flat out disco. This is great. This is when all the major employers in town were moving to right to work states, and yeah. it was time to buck up civic pride. So they had this woman <laughs> marching around the city. Like they don't have the video, which is the greatest. She's sort of somewhere between goose stepping and our crumb trucking around Buffalo, <laughs> singing this song, and it's good stuff. So here's an interesting thing: the Bills now have the Raiders next. Yes, and the winner of that game. 2-0. Yeah, 2-0. I like it, too. Raiders on the road in Buffalo, never a great formula anyway. And I did, was not that knocked out last night. But the Raiders, though. I was there for the Raiders game in Buffalo, the nice. Lane Kiffin game, when it was um, the, the the Bills came back. It was the last probably minute and a half of the game, right? Yeah. And uh, it was right when Lane Kiffin was on the edge of whether or not he was going to get fired. Wasn't that all sixteen games? <laughs> but it was. It, this was like in the in the in Jamarcus Russell in at quarterback, and I'll never forget. So they blew it at the very end. Trent Edwards, you know, lap of glory after after the game, and the greatest quote ever from Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> you know, some reporter asked him, you know, don't you feel bad that you guys could have pulled this one out for your coach? He goes, feel bad for him. He's like, I'm worried about me. <laughs> nice. I'm worried about me. Nice. And I'm like, oh, dear. That worked Here out. we go. How, yeah, how did that go? <laughs> I think that was the purple drank talking. <laughs> <laughs> little scissor. little scissor in his ride or something. And, and speaking of Mobile, Alabama, where uh, he's from, that I was there the subsequent year uh, after, the off, after that was, I guess, a few weeks later for the uh, Senior Bowl when Lane Kiffin was the representative and he was not wearing Raiders mm. uh, team of the decade sweatsuit. He was not wearing mm. his Raiders logo on his shirt. He was black, but, but no would, logo. No logo, mm. because he essentially that was that was his statement that I'm here because I guess I'm I'm obligated to be. But I know at some point. I'm going to get canned. This is it all about so Darius Hayward Bay anyway, right? It was, yeah, that's that, right before. I mean, it was it was so uncomfortable when we wow. were talking to him because we were doing the game with Dilfer, by the way, his first game calling a, a, a football game as a, a when his career was over. And now he did the Monday night game. He was, he was great, wasn't he? Best. Yeah, he was really is good. And that Denver Raider game, um, I'm telling you, man, uh, the Raiders – Looked really good. Except I mean, they for looked, the penalties. You know, well, I mean, but that's Raider football. I mean, it they, is. they, have, it they it's, it's, it, they're in their umpteenth decade of overcoming yeah. silly uh, penalty taking and silly play and stupid, you know, shoot yourself in the foot, shoot yourself in the head type stuff. But uh, I mean, Darren McFadden, when he is yeah, healthy, is, oh, he's as good as any, he's, right? a, he's good as anybody in the league. He's oh, good as anybody in the league. I don't think that's an overstatement. The first two steps, he's already like 20 yards down the field. It's unbelievable. He's, Absolutely. Right. So, I mean, you got your hands full. We are, we, you know what? We're not scared. We're not scared. Because you know what? I think they, that was a very humble Bronco team last night. New coach. No right. time to get it together. The offense is clearly not making sense. Fans are chanting for the third string quarterback. <laughs> right. That's, that's bad. Go on and and on. Here's, here's why you're not scared. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you're a tough little town on a lake. That's why you're not scared. That's you, it. You We're know, not Nick. Scared. You know what? The 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 uh, I I actually um, texted Russ Brandon, who's the uh, yeah. CEO of the Bills, after mm-hmm. the game, and saying, you know, great win by you guys, because I was actually at the Patriots game. 
Was it was it two years ago or was it last year? The Leotis McKelvin game was last year, wasn't it? The opener. Monday night. Two years ago. The I was thinking about Leotis McKelvin because, you know, everybody is dropping, you know, eight yards deep in the end zone and returning all these kicks that nobody thought they were gonna return. And That's I was standing there when he was eight yards in the end. I'm like, he's not he's not bringing that. <laughs> I mean, he's a rookie, he's not bringing that out of there, is he? Oh Lord. Forty eight percent of all kickoffs resulted in a touchback this week. Now, how does that stack up? Because there were also big plays. It was exciting. I well, thought we it, were it, losing. There were also three returns for touchdown, which was one shy of a week one record. Yeah. And then, so go figure. Exciting uh, week. Mean, and Seabass for 63. Ooh. I know, right? Seabass. The, the, the kicking game excitement is back. <laughs> Really he was nailing him from 70 in the pregame. I know. How about know. that? And here's what he had to say after the America, we're a winner. Hear us now. Hear us now. Janikowski can can really sing harmony. He really can. I mean, that was really impressive post-game commentary right there. Pretty anthemic. Right? (laughs) America, hear us. So So how many wins are the Bills going to have? What do you got for me? I think we're going to go, after this weekend, I say we win nine. I say we win nine. That's Chan Gailey pride right there. It is. You know what? I have to say. The Bills always fare well when they install a football guy and not a business guy. And it's been a schizophrenic franchise that way. You know, we, we, we should never let Bill Polian go. I think that's pretty clear. But I think Buddy Nix knows how to judge talent. And I think that's what all good teams start with. And we've had a dearth of that for a long time. Our first-round picks are hilarious. You know, the trading up for John McCargo moves, you know, so. Aaron Maben. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mike Williams. I mean, massive flameouts, right? So. Uh, they're ahead of schedule as far as I'm concerned because I felt like it was sort of ground zero build from the base up last year. Mm-hmm. And that the line blocked pretty well, we might be okay. That was the big X factor to me because everything else is better. When is the Patriots? When do you guys play the Patriots? Three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I never quite understood what a nervous laugh was just then. Because, I mean, I, I just spoke about it with Aikman. and uh, Troy Aikman? Yes, sir. Yeah. Name dropper. Uh, yeah, here on the podcast. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it really is just unbelievable how, how incredibly methodical I they know. are. And, and that they, when they realize that uh, the corners of the, the, the dolphins are cramping and out, they put the pedal to the metal. They go as much no huddle as they possibly can. Yeah. And they execute. When oh, the other team is on its heels, they execute. They crush it. And the thing also I could not get over is they take Welker from the Dolphins yeah. for a bag of donuts yeah, and Woodhead from the Jets for nothing. Both within the division. And they are now beating their division opponents about the face and head with these people. It's unbelievable. And these two tight ends are making like oh my an gracious. afterthought, right? It's a whole but, new world. But they also haven't won a Super Bowl in a very long time. They haven't we, won a playoff game. Well, the thing years. is, we, we, we showed this uh, fact on uh, game day morning last week. That after the Bruins won this past year, the Patriots are the Boston franchise that has won a franchise the, uh, the, the furthest away. The furthest away. Wow! Yeah, it was won a, won a championship. It's That's the Boston really franchise that has has gone the longest without winning a championship in its sport. That the Celtics and Red Sox and now Bruins have been champions more recently than the Patriots. So the question is: Is what know, does Bill Simmons have to write about anymore? <laughs> Everything's, well, he's everything's, good. everything's good. It's good. He, anyway. he needs he's to move to. He needs to move to middle. Buffalo. He does. <laughs> I'll show so. him around. Yeah. Right. Uh, Falcons this week. That surprise you? 
Yeah, I thought they'd come out of the gate stronger. I mean, the Bears obviously underrated, but I thought the Falcons really were ready for more than that. Right. There were a lot of te- you know this offseason screwed teams up in unpredictable ways, and all the evidence was sort of out there this weekend. There were a lot of teams that just really fizzled, and it was mm-hmm. surprising. I mean, I expected more from the Rams. Yeah, they got beat up. Right? They got, they got I mean, beat the up, Eagles but they and they up. literally got beat up. I mean, they're they're now the most injured team. So they're playing the Giants too. Imagine yes, that. It's going to be all injuries Monday, I, all the time. I know. Yeah. Steven Jackson, it took him all of one 40-yard touchdown to get his first soft tissue injury of the year. Mm, I mean, say it, that it, again. Yeah, it's true. soft tissue. For, 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 <laughs> I mean, it's the there, there's the annual and I love him. It is there is like an annual Steven Jackson soft tissue injury of the it's year. It's true. And and he's got the the quad he blew a tire in the first one, but he'd still got a, enough of a touchdown to beat me in one of my fantasy leagues. Just with that, that was, <laughs> was he got say. one of those, and that he, was it. He got it done early, right? Uh, and and at least you know Darius looks good for you, which is good because Cam Newton, you had a chance at him. Oh, I know. Well, you actually you didn't have a chance at him, but you could no. have moved up maybe to go get him. Um, you know, at this never point, know, but you never Cam know. Newton looked good. I, I mean, think that was that, my, if had he been there, I think my, they would have taken him. It was him, Von Miller, right. and Darius for the he Bills. Was my clunky uh, segue to how good Cam Newton was this was week. Awesome. I mean, nobody expected. No, that no, either. even people who love Cam Newton didn't expect he was going to come out 422 yards. Right. So, how do you think uh, Cam is going to fare against the Green Bay Packers? Oh dear, coming up this week. That's one of those nervous. Can you give me that nervous laugh again? <laughs> it wasn't quite. It wasn't quite as good as the first time when it was just natural. That one was from the heart. This it one was, was manufactured. A, I know. You can He's tell the like graduate you school, tell the MFA acting school technique on that, and yet it rang hollow. Which is why I don't act much anymore. Right. <laughs> I did see your Seinfeld episode again. Uh, again. Again. I know. You, you know that? He plays Elaine's boyfriend in uh, which episode? Smelly Car. The, the Smelly Car episode. Where they valet oh. park the car and the, the valet's BO infects their world. We have one of those cars right now. Do you? We have a car that we cannot get the smell out of. Is that the one that the rats were nesting <laughs> in? The rats were nesting Oh, in Rich, it. I had the same problem. They, I, I we don't call have it the, the Ratmobile. I had nesting rats in it in my in my car and they ate all the wires and it's terrible oh it's so i guess bad. i shouldn't be mentioning this on an uh an internationally downloaded podcast because uh, oh. hey uh carfax.com maybe the place where there we you go said- <laughs> <laughs> we've got a great car what? i mean it's great it is an awesome yeah. car but we can't we oh have a smelly God. car issue oh, right that's now. rough that's rough we have a our dog goes out with somebody whose car is just powerfully bad and we have to get the dog a bath every week because the are dog you serious walker car it's he, she comes home and it's like pestilence. It's just it's <laughs> like no a, a decades of dog vomit or something. It's just rough. Or maybe decades they're going in some dog bad. Vomit. Yeah. Well, that uh, was my band in high school. I was about to say that sounds like they're they're opening up for um for, what for was reverse it? lap band. Reverse lap band. Who were we talking about? We were talking about that this reverse week that somebody band. had the reverse lap band, and I'm like they 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 do a great cover of Mustang Sally. Uh, <laughs> Ladies That's and gentlemen, great. put your hands together for reverse, reverse lap band. Reverse lap band. That's it. my karaoke song, by the way. Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally. Nice. Yeah, yeah I know. You it's do not really Mustang a crowd Sally. pleaser, but it's you got to go well, with little, what's it, in your wheelhouse. You know, it's like that's that's mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. what what are these? What's oh, this? th- these are um, these are a little something that you have uh, a uh, a little jewelry box. I in do. Your this hands. is something that my I make my wife wear on game day. Oh these my are, goodness! Those are Buffalo Bill Buffalo Bills earrings. Helmet earrings. I love you know them. What? It's right. It just you know if, if, this is what gets the ladies into the tent. You know, a Buffalo <laughs> Bills fandom, a bobble. <laughs> Talk to her with jewelry. That's it. Look at uh, this. She's a lucky lady. She, <laughs> she is a Robin lucky. McCoy. She's living the dream, lady. She is oh, living yeah. the dream. Oh yeah. 
I should wear these next time I go. I, you know what? I actually do like them. They're great, aren't they? <laughs> Karen Anderson trying on the Buffalo Hold Bills. Hold on. i got to get my uh, – Take off your Beats by Dre. My Beats by Dre there you go. to try on the Buffalo Bills <laughs> earrings. But see, I'm still mad at the Bills. I've told them this because I walked into your office and there was a jersey that was sent to you for your birthday with a Bills jersey. My 42nd birthday at an Eisen 42 jersey. How nice. Who is, yeah. who is 42 on the Bills? Because I'm coming after him. 42? I don't know, frankly. <laughs> Number 42 on the Bills. I think so. it's probably a practice squad safety. Uh, before I I, I, uh, I tap out on this segment, uh, we do have to just... Nice. We have to... Oh, they look very nice on Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Thanks. Um, Falcons, Michael Vick back in Atlanta this week. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? How do you think he's going to perform? Oh, I think he'll do great. He's, he's just in such a groove these days. It pains me. You know, um, it's uh, that's a tough one for me, given my my allegiance to lovely little doggies. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can't stop them. I really, I, you know, this will be interesting because the Falcons have a make good game after not impressing. No one two starters on the line. Here. Yeah. I mean, on the other hand, he's going to be able to pay them back right now. <laughs> the new that's deal. true. <laughs> so maybe they'll go Arthur easy Blank's on going yeah. up to Jeff Lurie. Then yeah. thank you for that. Arthur, Arthur he, is their, like, he is their bigger. He's their. He's he's their biggest uh, uh, creditor. Yes, yeah. He's. Uh, I. I don't know. The Eagles look great. You know. It's gonna be. I, this. We need a good game out of this one. That's all, right? Mm-hmm. It. I think it'll be. You know. I grew up in Atlanta, and um, I was at Vic's first game back in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and you forget that Matt Ryan and Michael Vick have not played against each other because Ryan was hurt when they played the Eagles uh, with Vic. As quarterback, so these two have never played against each other. So it's going to be fascinating yeah, to have the amazing. direct comparison. Of course, they're always going to say, oh, I'm not playing against the other quarterback. But when you go back to Atlanta, there will still be – I mean, I was in Atlanta, and there are still people walking around with Michael Vick jerseys on. Oh, I'm sure. So it's a big game in that building for that reason, I think. Oh, well, it's you know. really interesting. I mean, you know, when, when the franchise player becomes a pariah – your emotions are so torn. I mean, I literally went through that with OJ. I know that you may not want to compare that in terms of severity, but, you know, there was a time I was at Rancho hitting balls at the driving range, and I'm going back to my car. There and he was. Crazy black dot SUV pulls up to me, and the window goes down, and it's OJ asking, did I park near there? And I'm like, I'm 12 again. And, you know, it, it, this is a point where he's just an outcast. That's you the know? only place he could play golf. <laughs> I guess Seriously, so. You know, probably a public course here in L.A. And and I remember, like, talking to him and having this, like, you know, sort of 12-year-old moment of, like, I, you're O.J. and I, I still love you. And then my adult self tapped me on the shoulder and went, mm. he was he was ready to make a foursome right there. And I was like, I can golf with O.J. every weekend, you know. And then I went, probably not a yeah, great idea. Yeah, not so idea. much. Not a great idea. Not so much. So you get confused. You're torn. You know, you, you, love is not a faucet. You know, turn it on and off. It's, you get confused. How'd you do in your fantasy this week? I uh, I did pretty well. How I many won in our in? league. I won in, I'm in like nine this really? year. Yeah, it's not good. In the, in the Jeff Garland league. I, I won, won in two. that one, yeah. Um, Who did you beat? You know, I don't even know half the guys in that league. It was like. They're all they're all curb. They're, oh, them. they're all curb? I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't only, I can't even what remember. What was the name the, of the team? That I don't you even remember. I'd have to look it up. Reverse I got nine leads, Rich. I got nine. Reverse, like reverse slap, slap band. <laughs> I have some unnamed teams. Yeah. I might go with that. I, for I, a I think it's a good one. <laughs> I, think I, I think I the I beat the team name Go Ask Hallis, which oh, I love that nice. name. That's a great name. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, Skill oh, you and Leroy beat, actually, are in no, there. That's well, that's that's Jeff. That's Jeff. That's Jeff he Norman. always does a tribute. You beat. I know who you beat. You beat Lotion Larry. That's right, and Lotion you, Larry. And you, you don't know who that is? I don't. That's the man himself. Larry David? David? Yes. <laughs> ah, 
yes. bragging rights. You beat Lotion. It is a good week. Lotion Larry, you remember that? That's the Curb episode of. Uh, I can't even say what my team name is because <laughs> I, I, I knew when I found out how many Curb people are in this league. Yes. I I, um, yeah, I worked you, blue. You worked blue. I know. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say. Killer? No, I'll, no. I'll say it. They'll, they'll bleep it out. I'm I'm the shit bouse. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that episode? This year? you didn't see that one. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just in, in deference to them. So how are you? Literally in nine leagues. I am. So what'd you go this week? I went. Were you above five hundred? Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. I, went, I think I went uh, seven and two. How do you buddy. play? In, I mean, I'm in four this year, you but I, it just you know how many times I was beaten by the player that helped me in another league. Oh, I know. It's totally it's, confusing. How do you, do that? you know, a lot of them are like I draft for magazines and preseason fantasy publications, and then the leagues play out. So mm-hmm. a good five of them are against so-called experts, and they're like pro leagues that way. So I love doing that, but that's where it gets ballooned. Like just for fun leagues, I only have three of those. Okay. Yeah. Did you autopilot on any of the drafts? Oh, no. No, draft yeah. is the best part. Another reason why Robin Bakai is living the dream. <laughs> Her husband's tapping out. She, I've got you, my ninth draft, honey. I, you know how many times I just go, you know, pre season. Take the three year old to go get a cupcake, really? please. <laughs> I would love to discuss what's wrong with our marriage, but I'm mock drafting in a 12 team PPR. <laughs> would you please just hold your feelings? Woman. Woman. Oh, this is what I do. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, Nick, and crowing about your uh, your bills, and uh, and then bringing the, one one last time some beautiful music into your life. It goes with the uniforms. The, the re- return back to the to the yes, white uniforms. Yes, it does. I love those uniforms. I love the new look. A the lot. new old look, very retro. Yep. You can't help but strut to that. You can't. This is strutting music. Joe Delamanora clearly did. <laughs> the Buffalo Jills. I can see them strutting to that's that right it. now. I had a yoga instructor who was, uh, was once a Buffalo Jill. I, I, that was the nicest compliment anyone ever paid to me on the sidelines of a game. Are you a Buffalo Jill? Nice. I'm not, but thank you. Somebody asked me if I was Paul McGuire once. <laughs> so, Where does that rank? I can Touché. totally see that. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to promote? What are you working on? Uh, you your, well, Zookeeper is now soon to be on maybe DVD pay-per-view soon. Okay. Uh, and um, I'm working on a new movie for uh, Kevin for and Kevin Adam. James. And I'm also Adam Sandler. Yes. I just Aikmaned you. You Adam did. Sandler. You Aikmaned me. And, uh, <laughs> and I have a Fox pilot in, in limbo. Hopefully Ooh, they, they okay. come to their senses and pull the trigger because okay. it's hilarious. I bet it is. I bet it is. And you've got total access. Who's on total access later this week? You got any? I have Matt Ryan on. Ah, Matt Ryan on a Wednesday. Matt Ryan on a Wednesday. And I have some good information from one of his college roommates. Mm. That you're going to throw at him. That I'm going to throw at him. And I can't decide if I should warn him ahead of time. Don't worry. This is not posted until Thursday. I know. So you'll know by the time this airs. I'm I'm, I'm saying beer pong. For, For Matt? I don't know. I'm just trying to guess. Oh, it's going to be Wednesday.com. Yeah, there you go. That's Chris Law chiming in. It's not beer pong, but it's close. Nice. Good. Congratulations to your bills. Thank you, sir. Good luck moving on. Thank you. You bet. That's Nick Bakai and Kara Henderson together on the Rich Eisen Podcast, presented by Bud Light. Hey, guys. Podcast producer Chris Law here. We went a little long today with the podcast, having a lot of fun with our guests, so we decided to break this up into our first ever two-part podcast. To download part two, check out NFL.com slash Rich Eisen or just subscribe on our iTunes page. Coming up next, we have a great interview with Cowboys Hall of Fame quarterback Troy Aikman, and Rich sits down with the Roastmaster General himself in studio, Jeffrey Ross. Be sure to check it out 
Also, just want to thank our newest sponsor, Bud Light. Bud Light is the official sponsor of the NFL.com podcast page. They're actually doing a really cool event for the fans this year. Bud Light fan camps are going to be popping up all over the country starting this Sunday, September 18th. But for more details on exact locations and times, visit the Bud Light Facebook page. And remember, you must be 21 to participate. Enjoy part two. Thanks for listening. Stay listening, friends.